Hello everyone and welcome back to the 343 football podcast. It's your host Jaffa and once again I'm joined by Ali. Hi. Kudama. Hello. And Daud. Hello. Ali, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Um, I'm happy. How are you, you? How are you doing? I'm good and I'm happy. Now, Kudama, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Daud, how are you? Yeah. Alright. <laughs> now that we know everyone's doing well, last week was a bit of a shambles for Ali. Uh, but I don't think you got a single answer right and we had eight answers on the board available. No, 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 I got the Torres one, I'm taking off Dowd. I yeah. feel like, I went back and listened well, to it, it's yeah. still contentious. It's like... Well, take off Dowd, I don't get it. I'm happy with that. All right. Dowd takes another L. Yet takes again. another L. So, so, you know what the so funniest thing is? He was bragging about that last does week. It, does it even matter though? Because no, it doesn't nobody really even, nobody's uh, even kept score unless you're Nah, going nah, but back. There's, there's pride. There's pride. There's pride, I don't want Dowd to win. Yeah. <laughs> we should go back at the end of like, you know... At some point. Actually, I'll tell you what. We'll start tallying from this week. So What the heck, man? What about all the answers I always got right? Nah, oh, okay. Oh, never mind. It's gone. No, nah, now nah, start tallying from this week. So the first official point up for grabs. Okay. So, can anyone tell me who was the last English player to score in a Champions League final? Whoa. Wait. English player? Mm-hmm. Last English player so to score in a Champions League so final? So, I'll just let you know. It's not Gareth Bale. The just most recent. Know. English, right? And it's not Griezmann. Wayne Rooney. It is Wayne Rooney. My guy got it. I thought that was it. too obvious. I was going to say John Terry. Ugh. He slipped in the... Ch- uh, I don't think penalty shootouts would count, but he slipped and couldn't score his anyways. That was in the Wembley 3-1 destruction by Pep Guardiola's Barcelona when they were in their prime and PK cut off a little bit of the net to take home with him as a souvenir and so Alex was embarrassed uh, quite, quite uh, you know, massively. Well, uh, n- lovely segue with the Sir Alex Ferguson embarrassment. Because the camera cut away to him uh, in the match that we're about to discuss. So, it's the derby and we all know Ali loves derbies. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm not laughing. I, I'm, I'm, enjo- I'm smiling. It was Liverpool serving up Man United for five with a side of chicken tila mosala. Chicken tila? Chicken tikka mosala. <laughs> That's a bit racist. He's and, Egyptian. And a side of dressing down for Man United. Because it was an absolute destruction. And Ali, talk me through that game. How good did it feel, Ali, at the wheel? That that wheel is written off, man. Big time, man. <laughs> I was just sitting there like, eh, all right. I was expecting this anyways. Dad, remember the conversation we had in the car? You're like, yeah, I think Manchester United get it. And I was like, it's going to be a boring draw or Liverpool going to give uh, my United an ass whooping. What happened? Well, you were 50, no, no, no. it was a 50-50. No, 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 it was one the other. I mean, you because, can't because, take no, that no, as no, a no. prediction. No, no, but you were like, oh, I'm confident Manchester United, Manchester United were never going to win. Look, at our worst, Liverpool still beat Manchester United last season 4-2. I had Lord Nat, Nat Phillips getting the assists and all sorts. And this is Liverpool at their, well, not even at their best because half the midfield is gone. You know, he's took out Milner, he's took out Keita, bloody Fabinho didn't even play. So it was, a, it was more of a B team in the midfield. And we'll still beat his 5-0. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. like... Let's get on? the uh, neutral perspective first then. Kodama, was the result more a reflection of how shit Man United were or how amazing Liverpool were? Honestly, more how bad Manchester United were. It's a result that's been a long time coming. Pundits have been calling it for a while. Like, something's switched in Manchester United's system where Oli's decided to now try employ a press and clearly they have no idea on how to do so. 
and a team like Liverpool came along and thought, yeah, we'll have that. You know, you don't know how to organize your press once we break the first uh, the first press. And they were through almost every single time. Aaron Ron Basaka was nowhere to be seen for the first goal. And Maguire and Troll running into each other like it was something off the freaking uh, what's that show with the with like Mo and Curly and that like the Three Stooges and stuff you know that show <laughs> it was just a shambles at the back and honestly it's amazing that we're recording this now two days later and Oli Gunnar is still in a job I'm actually amazed at that to be honest yeah, I thought I mean, he'd be gone Monday morning I remember reading something Ali about the the pre-match sort of build-up and there was a lot of talk oh, in the Man United camp. They felt like they were coming up with a strategy that they could take the game to Liverpool. But I feel like, unlike Paul's goals, they just couldn't go toe-to-toe with their opposition. <laughs> oh, it man. was definitely a heavy uh, defeat. Man, I, think, I think our scores put our prediction. Obviously, uh, he says, you know, can you do it against Liverpool, Man City? And then, you know... It wasn't really much of a nail-biter in the no. end. Then. <laughs> Oh man, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm liking this, I'm liking this, I'm liking this, this is, this is class. Like no, it, but yeah. you know what, Paul Scholes, you know, a lot of people, like a lot of my United fans aren't really big fan of his punditry because... He's, Nobody he's, is, he's such a bland guy. Yeah, he's a bland guy, but I mean, you know... I don't you know, know he's, what he's, you're talking about. He, he's honest, he talk you know, he's there, he's there about Rio Ferdinand, what's called Ferdinand there, you know, t- telling him to enjoy enjoy the score. I was happy when my United beat Atlanta, I was going to give him false hope. Like mm. I, I kind of felt that I was like if if they lost, I would be a bit more worried. But because you know there, there was false hope there. Okay, Ollie, you know the guys bring it back to nineteen ninety nine this and that. But you know it just it, it was just horrific. Liverpool weren't even that good. They they weren't even that good. I'll be honest with you. They were turd. What do you think, Dad? We haven't actually got your take on it yet. So uh, for you, I think it was um, obviously Ollie's fault with uh, the tactical setup. Uh, there's a there's obviously a, an element of uh, players uh, playing shit as well. So ta- when you say okay, talk tactics for a moment. Uh, you say that there's a fault with the tactical setup. So what should they have done differently? I think everybody knows what 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 fault there was. What one is is what that we're not set up in terms of pressing. Also, we we basically played the same team that we played against at Atlanta. I think it was exactly the same team, and we got absolutely you know the first the first half we were losing two nil. Uh, it was clear there's a problem. Four nil. No, against Antalya. Okay, just 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 making sure though. Um, so the first half we were losing two nil against them, and uh, you know it. And then obviously Oli changed things, and uh, you know it. It's it's the the tactic the tactical uh, nuance of of Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is obviously not working. So for you, you, you he needs a tactician a lack of a pressing him. identity. Right. Okay, I think you know the guy who. Jose Mourinho employed uh, would be an amazing addition, and I think that would solve a lot of things alongside Oli. Um, I just don't think I, he wasn't. I, when I when I see Oli manage, I don't see somebody who is giving what. As much as he talks about being passionate about Man United and how much he thinks he's the best fit for the job, how he's trying to employ things that Sir Alex Ferguson did how he's trying to get young players up and running. But on the pitch side, he doesn't give me any of that. It just, it it looks like that he doesn't even, he's just so disillusioned with the process and he doesn't know what he wants to do. If he wants to shout at the players, if he doesn't want to shout at the players, he looks like he was absolutely pissed at half time, walking back and then started clapping to the fans. And I'm like, no, nah, mate, like just 
concentrate on the job. Forget mm. about the fans. Just you, you've got a job to do. The fans will always clap you because you're you're, you're very well respected. Um, coming out and obviously the the, the post match, saying I just didn't see enough passion behind his words and enough you know actual. I don't know, physical right. uh, reactions to him. I mean, if I was there, I would be shouting at every player. I'd be trying diff- something different. You could you could clearly see that the tactical setup was not working. Mm. The formation was not working. So you think his touchline, uh, like sort of <clears throat> activity, wasn't right to... He, you know, he's for, not, he's for not a, a person that could can um, look after the players. these egos. Mm. He can't. He, he can't give the, this, uh, the hairdryer treatment to any of them players. The pro- that's the problem. Is that what you think the problem is, though? No. Egos and e- like egos and formations. He's not. Yeah. He's not. I don't think it's that. Um, do you remember uh, when Ronaldo signed for Manchester United, and uh, and then you were saying, oh, "I can't wait when he bags all the goals against Liverpool and add Jaff Kadama and you were all laughing at me because I was getting a bit rattled." Do you remember that episode? Uh, I and do then, remember uh, that. Uh, bit, no, yeah. no, you got then, rattled for I, sure. I, I, and then, uh, what's the point? And, no, 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 no. The point is. It clearly shows a group of uh, amazing individuals can't can't always win games. I completely agree with that, hundred percent. Right? You, you, you see, yeah. under Jurgen Klopp, there was a process. Wait, you're, no, no, no. Let, you're not let, addressing my point. No, no. He's I'm, making his own no, point. I'm making my own point. That's, that's, address, how, podcasts you, that's you, how podcasts go. That's how podcasts go. I don't know. I know you, you've been here for a while. No, no, it's been over a year. You were just about to say that you you don't think it is a tactical setup problem. And now he's talking about its individuals uh, let, not if, being if coached. If you let me finish, right? Okay. I will explain everything. Right. You, you you look where Liverpool with Brendan Rodgers, right? And you, you're talking about bringing the coach in, right? So when Brendan Rodgers lost Liverpool 6-1 against Stoke, they got rid of the backroom staff. So they brought in Gary McAllister, who's at Rangers right now with Steven Gerrard, who's a bit experienced. They brought a few of them in. Rodgers wasn't happy with that. And what happened, what, like six, seven games in? He got sacked uh, in the Merseyside derby. They brought Jürgen Klopp in. Jürgen Klopp didn't actually bring superstars. He actually created them. Unlike what's going on with Manchester United and Oregon and Solskjaer. And when when Ronaldo was actually signed, you were talking about the individual of brilliance coming into the team and actually helping Manchester United win the league. And I mean, no, you, no, no. you're talking about one match. It's, it was one match that he got you know horribly wrong. Um, bro, I think bro, it's, I just it's, want to bring some stats I, up right now. This is on Sky Sports. You want to bring us so, some stats? Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is one of the best managers bro, you, in the last you, two you years. Bro, you talk about coming back from behind. win. You were talking he, about you getting come back he had, from behind. He had the longest Manchester unbeaten. United can't come back from he, behind against he, Liverpool. You get fucked. He, he, finish his he, point. He, literally, dog, had the, he literally had the longest unbeaten run. Away, uh, uh, away yeah. From no, I mean, no, no, that but, is a feat in itself. Let, but, let's hear, let's but, hear okay, any stats. Okay, you, you, talk, you were talking about Manchester United always come back from behind. That was uh, talked about by Sky Sports. But you just got raw dogged. You got yellow. Fuck the living crap of man. And I'm going to bring these up right now. This was on Sky Sports. Clean sheets. 18th. Tackles per game. I mean, twentieth. I was, I was, I was You know, no, yeah. but but how long's Oregon Solskjaer been in the job for? Two years. Yeah. No, no, years. I think it's been a bit longer. Well, okay, let's see. Two, two and a bit. I two think it might years. be two, two bit, three years. Mm-hmm. You know, um, was it seventeen, eighteen? He took over eighteen, nineteen. I mean, oh, wait, it's been three years already. I mean, if we're gonna really highlight, left, if we're gonna highlight one yeah. match, um, what, what happened with Aston Villa? Bro, that was last season. I'm talking oh, about this no season. Oh, no way. I mean, we're talking about this uh, season. That's pretty irrelevant, no, I have no, to no. be honest. I'm, no, that's, that's irrelevant. irrelevant. I'm saying if you're going to highlight just one match where you then. No, you're no but he's just giving you a trend. His stats are like. When he said this like. This season. This season. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. trend. You, this you, okay, season. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying he's got yeah. it wrong. I'm saying. I'm genu- I'm like. I'm what about the 4 2 against Leicester? You're saying that there wasn't a tactical problem. There's a there's a player. So I think that we know that there's problems with the Man United performance. Well, there's problems regardless. Let's talk about the match itself. Hodema, talk me through Ronaldo 
kicking the, uh, was it Curtis Jones yeah. while he was on the floor that should have been a red card I thought that up, was completely you know um, justified I asked for them okay I can say good for myself I would have done the same no it was definitely um, it was one of those where like looking back and you kind of like understand why the referee didn't give the red but by the letter of the law it should have been red I don't nah. care if the, I don't care if he's pretending to nah, play I the ball or I not I think it's yellow I think it's yellow nah. he's, he's being naughty a substruction he's being very naughty it was like, a, it was like an it's amber that's what they say like, yeah, like, not an amber like a dark yellow whatever it is like it's oh, like, they call it an orange, like, when an orange like, what, on the borderline yeah he knew what he was doing really but yeah if you send Ronaldo off I saw a funny comment I saw a funny comment I do that's what professional fouls are you you that was not a professional foul that was but you know for a guy who was like meant to be this like mentality monster like uh, kicking pussy yeah kicking and dragging his team to victory that was very pathetic from him very petulant yeah he was wrong yeah, he let, he let fair, the defeat get to him to be fair I mm-hmm. uh, at least he seemed like the only Manchester United player and as he does at times like he did it in Atalanta was it Atalanta where they went off a half time losing and yeah. he just seems to be the only one that actually wants to win there's like more than anyone else in the squad yeah that is also but for some reason or another you know, one, like usually a player like that kind of motivates the other players but it doesn't seem like it's working at the minute I mean I don't know I mean he has he, he motivated them initially I, I mean, mean yeah I get, yeah, I guess they well, did come they, back to they, well, he's got his downside doesn't he like he's, he doesn't press and, uh, you guys you know. it, it's a very simple problem we, we're bringing on Rashford too early he's not he, he's not played amazingly well um, Mason Greenwood every time he plays he, he plays class he brings something else to the game but there's just not proper utilization. We've got somebody who presses, and he's not putting someone who presses. Edison Cavani is one um, of the best pressers. Let's talk about Paul Pogba for a second, then. So, first thing that his red card was deserved, truly. Yeah, yeah, of course. The second thing, <laughs> two how feet come he ground. didn't start? Was that like, a, was that a tactical selection? Was that a rotation thing? Like, why didn't he start Pogba? I mean, it's uh, you know, for there's me, a, right? There's a lot like, of questions, Jeff. No, it's no, no. Uh, uh, like, has uh, was there to. any? So there wasn't any sort of. Uh, explanation by Sasha. No, we, no, we've been chopping and changing our midfield all the time. We've been saying that there's. No, it's the, the trust he puts in McFred to be that foundation to w- build on, which were amazing last year. But they're still limited players, you know. Like. I wouldn't say they were amazing per se, but they were. They I were. think the plan against Liverpool was clearly like to. I mean, what, what it should have been to hit them on the counter because they can't match them in terms of like intensity. That's in what we've been doing and doing it But in that game, they tried to press them high up the pitch and it was completely disjointed. So why he went for uh, McTominay and Fred midfield is because Pogba's not going to be the player to press in midfield. So that's, I think, why the main reason uh, he went with McTominay and Fred and I mean, over Pogba. I don't know, you know, if our back four are acting like a back two, that's one problem. But then the other thing is is that Fred and McTominay, if you look at um, the replays of the goals, they were covering spaces that on the on the in the formation that they were supposed to, but they weren't being effective. It's like they were just told to stick where they were, whereas before they would get stuck in and each, each of them would cover um, each player. So let's say if McTominay went for a bit of a run and started driving in, which he used to, and he's, he's pretty good at, uh, Fred would um, come in and fl- um, you know slot in that hole. If one of the wing backs or one of the right backs or left backs starts to maraud up, Fred would start to cover those spaces. Whereas now it's a very very rigid two people coming back out each time. It's like they're overlapping yeah, with the but defenders. But it's clear that like whatever system Oli employed not in that game, it was it wasn't well, just not it working. Hasn't worked a season. It played into Liverpool's hands entirely. Like he couldn't have picked a worse team well, to play against like is, that because the gaps he was leaving for like Mo Salah and like. But I think for the first goal where Keita scored, it was like three on one and then like yeah. multiple times just creating overloads. Like on said, it's right. a back two. So 
you alluded to this earlier, but he Solskjaer had like a pretty decent record against the big six last season. So what was present in those games where Man United are walking away with, you know, better performances and more points Defensive, gained? That, that uh, seems to have gone. He played defensively and played on the counter-attack. So what is he, what's he doing now? Like, why has that he's, crumbled? Has that play, identity changed? He's playing um, pressing football with the 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 forward players pressing as much as they can to so try he's trying and squeeze... To, oh, he's trying to, like, emulate the Guardiola, the club, but just failing at it. Um, I don't think he's even emulating half of what they would want to do. I don't know what he's trying to do. Um, so, but if it was such a successful formula, why deviate? Well, I say oh, successful, exactly. but better, why better deviate? than what I think it's yeah. to do with the new players that they've got. Uh, and he doesn't oh, so know where to because play. Because he's got Ronaldo now, I have to show them that I can be front foot. Well, I don't so. know. I don't think... I, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. All right. Oh, that's a million uh, pound question. If, if you want to play that, if you want to play that style, do you not think you should have actual wingers on the wing and get getting the balls in the well, box? Well, if, and if you want to play that style, he yeah. probably needs to have players that are going to press. And the thing is, though, like have you, a mid- you need to press as a team as well. Your team is to me is perfectly set up for the counter. Like I don't understand. It's the Man United way. We don't pl- do pr- pressing football. What about Harry Maguire then? Harry Maguire, shit. That's it. <laughs> no nuance needed. That's it. <laughs> what else am I supposed to say? I've been saying this for a while. Like he's he's overrated. I feel like he, his reputation fluctuates, man. Like sometimes he goes through a spell where he's like, yeah, he's actually pretty decent. But I, okay, this is the thing, right? His re- reputation fluctuates, but he's not as good as the, uh, I, I wouldn't say he's shit. He's, he's a solid defender. Don't get me wrong. You know, he's like um, he's like a Phil Jones. He's in bad form, yeah. For sure. He's like a Phil Jones, but uh, you know, uh, plus ten on. Man, FIFA imagine spending eighty million on a Phil Jones. <laughs> right. Sorry. It's a funny way to put so, it. So, so I'm just trying to say is is that um, <laughs> Mourinho got a tighter defensive record with Lindelof and Smalling, and sometimes Phil Jones in there, and we can't get even half of that with Maguire, Lindelof, or Bailey. Well, how much is that down to uh, or even Varane's Varane. injury? You reckon? No, Varane. He, he's not played. He's played all right. He hasn't played that well. But he, it seems he's like been he's, at fault with a few he goals. Seems like he's kind of. Elevated Maguire's game though. As soon as Varane's uh, gone out, then I mean, Maguire's I, starting to make you, all these mistakes. Have you been watching the matches? Not, I don't think. Obviously, not as much as you. He's making just standard sloppy mistakes. He did that. He did this last year. There's a few times where Man United could have uh, made the games a lot easier. It was because of his direct uh, inadequacies that he, we we. Well, came I mean, off. the Leicester game right. is the prime example of that. Yeah, he's just yeah. he's not as good as people make it out to be. It, on paper, he should be, so, but he's not. Okay, so are you Oli out, or Ollie in then? Um. No, it is. I, I was, you know, I'm only in view, if you're my opinion. I'd, uh, <laughs> you know, I was, I was really um, angry, and I was uh, initially after the game. I was thinking, you know, Oli out. But now I think about it, for because there was a point where Sir Alex Ferguson was nearly um, sacked the game after, wasn't he? Um, I can't remember what year, but he was literally one game off from being sacked, and he turned it around and he changed things up. Because Oli is still learning on the job, uh, it's the difference between um, trying to promote that good project of of having a manager and, and letting him make his mistakes, and then you know having a, an up and coming team that he revolves, he knows what he wants to do with it, or is look for success. Right? How has he been learning on the job? He's definitely learning. What's his uh, CV? Mold and no, uh, no, 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 Cardiff. No, 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 no. But how's he been? No, but he's, he's been coaching for many years. Like he's not learning on the job. No, no. He's, he's learning he's, as a manager, as a job. Like, no, no. Mikel Arteta is learning as a yeah. I have manager. to be honest. That's a weak point. He, that's a weak point. Arteta has been managing no, since like. Look, he's not learning on the job, but 
Doubt Doubt Steven Gerrard doing on the job Not Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Doubt sentiments are pretty clear though What he's trying to say is that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is like Still learning how Like he's obviously trying to improve Because he's never had a job As this high profile as what he's trying to He should have had it That's it First managerial job was 2011 That's what I'm saying 10 years experience That's 10 years experience bro you can learn a lot in 10 years 10 years experience on a different level but he's now he's made that job different different players different he's been looking to being a coach even before then like I just think it's not like he's a green he's not a green manager he's He's coaching Pogba in the academy he's been around for a while are we okay what I'm trying to say is he's just a shit coach that's it He's he he's not look. Um, I think that's unfair. You know, I actually think like he's done. What? He's I'm done, trying to give you he, an no, example no, no. of where he is. He is not up to the job that Manchester United require, right? Yeah. But he has done some good work. I just think the he's done transfers enough. that happened in the summer have actually kind of worked against him because now there's a squad. Do you think this is similar to what happened to Frank Lampard? Nah, do you know what no, it is? No, I think because Lampard... Squad, Lampard was given a no, lot of like, money. What I'm to say, Put it this way. Say, Lampard at least did the championship season. Like, uh, any time that Sosh has not been in Man United, other than Mould, like, what did he do with Cardiff? Relegation, right? So, if you put Sosh now in Newcastle, at Villa, at Watford, their levels will drastically drop. Like, he won't be able to do as well as the... Like, yeah, I mean, what's he been doing in the last 10 years? Saying, yeah. But you're acting like he's not improved at all as a manager. You're saying managers can't improve. No, no. What I think is he's he's blessed with an unbelievably uh, heavily invested in squad. So it's going to mask a lot of his shortcomings because fielding Ronaldo, fielding Sancho, fielding Pogba, fielding Varane. To that, be honest, that's, that's going to be good for up you. Until the he's start, not making up them play anywhere near as they used to. But and that's my point. Ronaldo. So if he can't do it with those players, that's a reflection of him being a, a bad manager. I think uh, taking away the names, just seeing the players play, you know, he's getting certain things out of them. Would you yeah. say that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, like, had he left at the end of last season, finishing second and, you know, getting rid of all the toxicity around the club that had like been hanging over since Mourinho, and then they brought in someone who could elevate them to that next level with this, you know, that warrants the squad, because the squad is what, a win-now squad. If Solskjaer, like, he's been kind of, like, I bet you, he, I don't know if you looked at this transfers coming in and thought like shit like the pressure's on now and the title challenge is already over in November like it's not November's already over by the way like, I know is, that they won't win is. the league no no, no hold on it but, is but I know that they over. won't win but the league but their position in the I, league is still pretty healthy I, f- I, feel, like, I, f- I feel like the, seventh, the, what, it's, one win puts it's them back either Project the Oli or Project trying to get success as much as we can with managers and employing the Chelsea effect alright and that's where you know I, I, I have to say at the moment, I'd still would side with Oli yeah. still being at the wheel, but with extra help. You know, I don't know if there's ever extra help like no, what though. Like you know, my Jose Mourinho had his tactician. I forgot the guy's name now. Uh, so bringing a Graham Jones for uh, Solskjaer, uh, like a Graham Jones. <laughs> I, I think that's gonna go yeah. wrong for him though, because I, that that's just gonna go against his own philosophy. Is his his, his like, own philosophy. Whatever he has. I get I what you're know. saying. You want like a, a tactical assistant been, manager to help that him. That happened to Rogers. Rogers was out. Which a couple of months but Ali, it depends on the manager's dynamic. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. He's, he's already clearly struggling now problem. with like the dressing room, like you know, rumors that he's lost the dressing room already, or like to right, undermine, him, example, to right. undermine T- him even Tiki more. Tiki Taka football was amazing for a good, like what, six, seven, eight years. Nobody could really beat a team who could do play Tiki Taka. It football. wasn't that long, like, right? Oh, I think it, it was, was just Barcelona and Spain, by the way. Nobody else mastered it, like well, Spain did. Spain. I just said Barcelona and Spain. Oh, Boston, Spain. I thought you said Barcelona and Spain. Sorry, right. obviously, yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, what I'm trying to say is now there's 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 ways around that, right? The, the people yeah, okay. people can anti tiki taka tactics and uh, win games against those. What's that got to do with uh, social? Oh, what I'm trying to say is is that there's any manager 
has to employ new tactics and, and revolve around what, what's happening around the game. Pep Guardiola is a very good example of that. He's changed the way he wants his team to play over the years. I feel like you picked the worst example. Pep Guardiola is Plus unrelentingly... Plus he brings his own coaches in. He's he, unrelenting in his desire for possession-based play, though. Well, I mean... Maybe he changes, the patterns change. Changes, the patterns maybe change. The changed. patterns change. But right. the overall philosophy doesn't. The, I mean... Okay, well, um, all right. Shall well. we let, let's move on to Liverpool angle? I would say so. We've, we've talked plenty of Man United there. Uh, Kudama, what made Liverpool so good? Because remember, they, they didn't have money in the starting lineup, and Klopp. they were missing Matip. Konati came in. Klopp is, I've said it before on this podcast, I rate Klopp is the highest manager in the world right now, above anyone what else. What were they doing in the, in the performance? Like, what was so good about them? Like, they were able to absolutely annihilate Man United. You've got a team time. that's just completely well coached across. The starting eleven. Anyone who comes in, the roles are well defined, cohesive. The pressing is organised. One, if one player doesn't make like the right press at the right time, the other players shift to cover him. That you know that kind of thing. It's just a team. It's a well oiled machine. There's not not much more to say. And above and like on top of that, you know the individuals are just entering their peaks really or like their yeah. primes. You know, well maybe not all of them. You know he had Mane and Firmino struggling a bit in recent times, but Firmino's like. Back up, back up on yeah. form and Mo Salah is the best player in the world right now so it does feel like Ali that the issues Liverpool found last season some of it were contributed to injuries but certain players were also underperforming weren't they it, just, it sort of feels like Klopp's managed to totally reverse that hasn't he and everyone looks inv- invigorated again including obviously like Van Dijk's back which is a, a huge boost but also the players last year are dips in form it's, it's, they've been on it haven't they so far well it's just not the injury of Van Dijk obviously it's been several injuries like like a lot of like quite a few members of that club have lost family members as well. You can imagine how you know demotivating that is. You know, go, go and play football when that's like on your mind. And, uh, and Caters, yeah, no, Fabinho as well. I think Alisson, no, Fabinho is this season. Oh, Alisson, yeah. Fabinho, and Klopp within within yeah. Klopp lost his mum. Yeah. You know, you know, imagine. Yeah, imagine there was just a bad vibe around the team it. last year, wasn't there? Yeah, and plus you don't have the fans there. You know, at Anfield, fans. Yeah. Fans mean something, you know. They don't walk out at half time, you know. They're supporting the team. <laughs> that you was know, an amazing so. image. That yeah, it was. Uh, it was quality. Um, yeah. I loved when ne- Neville said, "Can I go join them?" And then like <laughs> Car- goes like, "Can I go in there?" Like that was beautiful. Oh, Great man. commentary. Yeah, but but no, but that's the truth. You know, you could just clearly see that how much uh, impact the fans have at Anfield. You know, like I mean, this wasn't Anfield though. It wasn't, was it? Yeah. Shit, it was Old Trafford. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but but the Anfield... Were you surprised? Anfield, Anfield faithful were there yeah. anyways, let's be honest. Were you surprised by how easily Liverpool cut through Man United? Though? Like, have Liverpool actually been doing that to other teams, getting into such dangerous positions like that? Or was this a specific, like, what what the hell's happening here sort of situation? Well, they have recently. Uh, on the day. I mean, Watford, no, 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 they no, cut no, through Watford, really. Yeah, that, that was a previous game before. Obviously, yeah. opening day, you know... So, are Liverpool finally into, like, an attacking groove again? No, I, I don't I don't think so. I think Liverpool can even improve on that. I don't think I was Liverpool... Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, think, I don't think Liverpool... Manchester United, honestly, I don't... Like, I feel really bad for them because... Look at the fall from Grace from going from Sir Alex Ferguson to freaking Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I just want to point out at this point that the, the shot of Ferguson shaking his head Cutting to Dalglish, laughing his head off. That's class. That was so Golden. beautiful. So anyone who watched Alex Ferguson ruin their clubs Saturdays and Sundays for years and years and years, it's beautiful. Like I've, still, the best part for me was when Ferguson lost six one against Man City. Like I, I love that happening to him, and uh, the Aguero moment happening to him. So I sort of did already get like that Schadenfreude that I wanted, but that was like a nice bonus, like that, like an extra scene at the end of the movie in the credits roll. I was like, oh okay, one more Ferguson pain moment. Love it. 
Thank you very much, Liverpool. No, but if you look from a fall from grace or Manchester United, it's actually quite quite. It, it's funny, but it's actually quite sad as well. It's not think. sad at all. <laughs> There's zero zero sadness. Yeah, look, you know I don't get this. You're right, when you see how dominant they were for so long, I feel like when people say I feel sorry for Man United, I'm like, are you actually serious? You know, like, maybe, are you? Do you not remember the amount of shitty no, no, I, I, days I your own club no, had? No, look, I, I remember. It's not even, it's not but, even about the I feel sorry for though. for my friends like Dowd and Fortune. Here's the thing, you know, right? I don't, not I feel, at all. I do. I feel like it's not even about the dominance that they had. I feel like any club, unless they're like you know liquidated from like poor management and financial woes and stuff if they lose the nature of football is I don't give a shit right. about anyone yeah, right? Newcastle I right? want to ask like, you all something quickly as well right in 2011-2012 season when Daglish was coach at Liverpool he actually resigned because he thought it was better for the club would Olegon Solskjaer do the same thing though? I don't think that him leaving and leaving no one to take over straight away is actually no, better no, for but the club but, no, no, I don't no, think so and the reason I don't think so is Daglish was an older manager but at that sort of stage like yeah, him, no, him leaving is kind of like you know that man, that man like I don't think he got another managerial gig after that to be fair so it's like yeah, well, yeah you don't want it's, it, really. so for me like but Oli going to cause shock Oli Mr. Wheels Solskja Mr. Wheels and he gets to the back room that, that one was for that sorry sorry Jeff. but he's, he's like a uh, an upcoming Ollie, manager still Ollie. trying to build a rep him resigning would kind of be like but, admitting I'm not good enough so but I don't think he's an upcoming manager though he's just inexperienced no no but what I'm level. saying is if he resigns from yeah. that job he's telling everyone that oh I'm not good enough yeah, like, the ramifications are a lot worse you know managers him. are like a different but breed if, if, they, if, he, if, if he loves Manchester United that much he should walk away no no but it. you know managers right they, no, always, I get where you come from. they always think they're the ones who can fix the situation like there was like, okay, I believe in myself. I believe, you know, we can turn right. this around. I think like, you're, you're just, thinking. I think anyone would, though. Steve on Bruce FM, when it. you're struggling. No, no, just right? any manager. Like, any, yeah, all the struggling managers will always be defiant in press conferences. I just want to mention these are Manchester United's results recently. So, obviously, the 5 0 against Liverpool, the 4 2 against Leicester, um, the 1 1 against the Liverpool B team, Everton, you know, um, Aston Villa 1 0. They've, they've lost a lot of games recently. No, no, I know. And they and they, weren't, they haven't like, been playing well the whole you season. should go. The only time they had a comfortable win was probably when they played us and that's because of shit. And Leeds United. Do you not think... And that's because Leeds are open as anything. Him breaking the record of the longest away... Uh, bro, has he won anything though? Like, really? You're actually, no, okay, you're, yeah. You're like, hanging on to that. Like, oh my God. Sorry, just, I'm so proud We were talking of about, uh, we've already had that Man United breakdown. I think we were more focused on Liverpool. No, but it's but, not an insignificant stat. Um, I genuinely believe that Oli's not done as bad of a job that people claim he has. But also, I don't think, like, I feel like he's just reached the end. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I I get that. I get that. So, just one last point about Liverpool, Ali. Right. Who's winning the title? Liverpool, Man City or Chelsea? I'm still going to say Chelsea. Still? Yeah. You still haven't got like any hype in you? Because I feel like Liverpool have a mission of winning it in front of fans. Like, yes, they... No, there's a mission there, but... I don't know. Maybe it's because Liverpool haven't won the Premier League as much, and there's not that much there for me. Mm. So I'm like, all right. I think know. it's Man City personally. I, like, nah, I personally think it's gonna be Chelsea. Uh, nah. I think Tuchel's gonna have one great season. I think, season it's, and he's I think it's Liverpool. Doubt who's who's winning the league for you. Man City, Manchester, Liverpool, United, or probably United. <laughs> I don't know if Leeds or Newcastle can really climb up the table at this point, bro. You never know who we're bringing thanks, in. Thanks for having the faith in us, bro. I mean, thanks. Messi and Mbappe name on January will be. You know, because we're rich now, we're going to be the United. Like, if you just no we'll United, they'll be like, that's Newcastle we're talking about here. I'll tell you what, though, I'm happy for Newcastle United. Yeah. Let's just not talk about their current situation. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit them. Nice overhead kick, though. Beautiful overhead kick. All right.
for our next segment, we're going to be building a five-a-side team of players who were incredibly hyped when they were breaking through, had a few great performances, but in the end, their careers tailed off. So players that failed to live up to their hype. Starting with the goalkeeper position. Now, I don't know how you guys want to shape up this team. It's five-a-side. Are we going to have one keeper, one defender, two midfielders and a striker? Or should we calibrate it a different way? I think I have a midfielder. Actually, no, I've got one, but... I'd say put two strikers or two forwards. I'd say let's not too, too fo- okay, focus so too much on formation. Let's just pick a five. No, but I, okay. Because we're going to go with keeper first. And you guys know oh, from yeah, the keeper. our group chat that my <laughs> nomination is Lloris Carius. And the reason I'm picking Lloris Carius is I don't think he was hyped in the sense of, you know, Ballon d'Or level. How old is Carius? Champions League level. I think he's in mid-20s at this point. Yeah, mid-20s. Yeah, but 27, 28. The way he... Obviously, Liverpool had issues with their goalkeeper starting from before Alisson joined. And it was... Mignolet was like a little bit inconsistent. Like he was all right for a spell, but... Liverpool knew that goalkeeper was a position that they needed to address and they brought in Lloris Calories from Mainz in Germany. Obviously, there was a link there with Klopp having previously managed that team as well. And I personally believe, like, Ali, you could disagree because you watch the team on a week-to-week basis and we don't. But I think he started off well and a lot of Liverpool fans were sort of buying into the hype. And then, that night in Kiev, like, there was just no recovery, was there? Yes, the excuses came out about concussion. Yes, like, you know, it was maybe the occasion got to him and all that. But it was amazing how one night, and fair enough, it was a fairly significant night, seems to have just been a decider on his career, hasn't it? Because ever since then, he's sort of just been a little bit loan spells here and there in Turkey. And, you know, I'd be very surprised if he sort of came back into the fold as a, as a major player. But do you agree that he was a hyped player that didn't live up to the hype and it was based on getting his dreams crushed in Kiev? Um, no, I don't agree with that at all. So when... When he went from Mainz to Liverpool, for, by the way, just to let you know, it was only £5 million. I know, yeah. but uh, just because no, no, the hype yeah, doesn't no, no, mean have no, to have no, signed no, no, for no, no, £80 million. No, I, no, I'm just letting you know it was only for £5 million. Um, he, he, he was hyped to be the next Neuer with what call it, to Stegen at the there time. There you go, next right? Neuer. No, so he, that, he, 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 was, he was hyped up, right? And he, he, he was he was second uh, behind Neuer when he came to clean sheets. What happened was he was getting ready for the Olympics and he broke his hand. Mm. So he actually had a significant injury, missed um, what. But what were his Liverpool performances like before Kiev? No, all right. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say what a freaking quality goalkeeper. He's not making like, you know, world class. Was he like Mignolet? He's pretty good. No, no, he, he's better than Mignolet. Mm. But I mean, um, Mignolet was pretty good. No, Mignolet was a good sh- shot stopper. He wasn't a good overall goalkeeper. Do you get where I'm coming from? So his distribution wasn't actually great. But with Kyrie's, Kyrie's had a bit more of that. He's all right. Yeah, he had a bit more of a game. So if him. you don't think he suits uh, the bill, who's your keeper than anyone? Uh, who's your keeper in this team? I go with Kyrie still. I just, Kyrie's? I think yeah. it's just too early for Kyrie's. I mean, like, a goalkeeper's uh, career can last up to 40 years old. It's hard to say because there haven't been that many hyped goalkeepers in recent times, I feel. Uh, Nubel, maybe. You know, Nubel for... Bayern yeah, Munich. but I feel like it's too early to sort of... I mean, he's 25 his, and he's yeah. on loan at the minute. Uh, who's he at? Nice? No. Leon or Marseille. It is true, though. Ones, goalkeepers don't really come, come into a, the fold with I a big height. I thought Fraser Foster was one. Because Foster. He, Foster, Foster, yeah, Foster, sorry. Because yeah, he had a career significant night against Barcelona. And, well, but he, he was solid for ages. He, he was, he solid, was for so solid for so many years for Celtic and like, Southampton. On FM and yeah. stuff. He, he just sort of had one drop randomly. He, yeah. he was like touted to be a lot better. But he yeah. but he had a loan spell over Celtic recently. He was fine. He helped Celtic win the league. I wouldn't really say that. Mm. Yeah, but Nubo went from Schalke captain. I also think, uh, what's like his name? Jack Butlin deserves a mention. 
Butland. Yes, yeah. Jack Butland. Jack Butland's a good shout. Yeah, because he he was all the hyped English players in the Olympic team. He came in in 2012, and everyone was thinking he was going to be England's number one. And it's just sort of petered out with this uh, underwhelming uh, loan spell at Stoke, and he's been stuck in the Championship ever since. No, he wasn't a loan spell at Stoke, was he? He was at Stoke for some No, no, but I think it was an initial loan and then he signed permanent. I could be wrong, but... Yeah, so it's either Butland or Carrius, I mean... No, I put Butland in there because Butland was rumoured to go Liverpool and Arsenal and... Have I just got an answer out of nowhere then? Yeah, Butland, good shout, man. So Butland's the starting keeper unless... Have you got one? No, no. Dowd? Yeah, I think Butland's a good one. All right, so let's get a defender in there. Who is one of the most overhyped defenders you've ever seen? That ended up failing to live to the hype. Um, okay, are we talking about overhyped or just players who didn't live up to the hype? Because my yeah didn't my live shout, to the hype. so you still could shout, have started well. Yeah. My shout is Ledley King. Ledley King. Ledley King was very you know. I'll be honest, right? I don't like it when an injury is the reason that they didn't live up to the hype. I mean, he was. I, I want them to have like performed shit. He was rock solid, like no, when he was playing. Del- you don't get to decide. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm but- sorry to crush your <laughs> dreams, but yeah, he was hyped and he didn't live up to the hype, and the injury was the reason. Nah, I'm sorry, but no, like that's injuries don't injuries don't count for me. Injuries count. I went for Mikai Richards. Mikey injuries Richards. count. Yeah, well, so let's put a qualifier in there, right? Yeah, Mick Richards. Doubt. If a player I, didn't, is if a player didn't live up injuries. to his hype because of an injury, is that really the same as them just failing to live up to their hype in performance-wise? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Mm. You are responsible for your own injury. No, yeah. that doesn't make sense. Yeah, your own fitness. Yeah. This is a terrible no, no. point. I, I get where Kadama's coming from, but I don't agree with it. Though. I get where you come from, though. No, but like he's hyped, but because of the an point, external factor. Okay, fair enough. Can't... No, I understand. That, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's like... not the same as a player failing to. Do no, no, I understand, but that's on you for not clarifying the uh, requirements. I'm not really saying it right now. No, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm saying now I don't agree with the Deadly King selection. All right, anyways. well, we'll do it for the next one. <laughs> so who, what defender you got Michael Richards yeah. why do you think so because I don't think he was that bad Man, as, you, you, as you said in that iconic interview right? he burst on the scene with Brummy accent and yeah. then he went from Man City and he had, his, he had that loan at Fiorentina and then yeah, he, he helped Villa get relegated you think what the heck and he, he he's actually younger than Jamie Vardy and think what the heck he's like 33 and yeah do you know what though like, I'll get, say, I'll say uh, Mangala uh, I think he was a bigger flop than Mika Richards. That's a good nah. shout. Ilya Quinn Mangala is a great shout. It's a good yeah. shout. Because they signed him for loads from Portugal. 50 million. And they gave him quite a few chances. And he uh, he should have been absolutely fucking amazing. The only thing I remember for Mangala was um, when Newcastle United beat Man City 2-0 at the Etihad in the League Cup in 2014. Rolando Ahrens, which oh, he could be selecting in this team. But Rolando Ahrens scored. Sissoko scored. And then our fans would start doing the Poznan. Do you remember when that was a big thing to mock yeah. Man City fans? And I just remember Mangala like hands on hips, looking so despondent as all the Newcastle fans behind him were doing the pause on his beautiful image. <laughs> so I think that says a lot about his career. If that's the only memorable thing he's done. But yeah, I, I have to be honest. I like the Mangala shout. I like it. I can put one in there. It's probably not going to be there. What Dejan Lovren? Can I just say I googled right now players who didn't live up to their hype or their potential. First article in Google Ledley SEO. King. Yeah, Ledley King is it? Ledley King is listed in that. Okay, but we just said he's because he's always. Do you know why? Okay, no, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because no, 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 no. Ledley King well never played badly. He never yeah. played badly. Yeah, he, he just never played. Well. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He me I, a bad game. Go talk to some Tottenham I'm, fans, and I'm, they'll tell I'm you Ledley King was I'm solid. Tottenham fans, he you was, remember 2019? He he was gen, genuinely really good player. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was class, and he never played badly. He just it was his lack of availability that was a problem. Man was a B Tech Judas man. 
It's a sad story. I'm sorry, like it upsets you. It's not even it, about upsetting me. It's not me. I once just upon a times a... and happily ever afters in the football world. I just think yeah. it's a shit selection. Could almost come in with a promo. I like I'll this. I'll tell you one of mine. Davide Santon, when Inter Milan played against Man United in the Champions League and Mourinho was manager, and uh, he put Santon up against Cristiano Ronaldo, he played well, and then Mourinho was saying that, oh, this, this kid's going to be a future star in the post-match interviews. Came to Newcastle, did okay for a bit. Then went sort of bouncing between Roma and Inter Milan. It's just been a bit popular ever since. Like he couldn't break into the the Azzurri side. So I for signed me, him on a free transfer on FIFA just yesterday. You know, did you? Yeah. There you go. I mean, he's <laughs> if, if Ali's signing him on a free transfer, he, he's not living I mean, up to the hype. But the issue is, I'm he is sorry, to a bird. He was hyped by Mourinho. Yeah, he's married to a bird from Opeth. Yeah, I, I know that, but uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how relevant it is to the discussion about not living up to the hype. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I like Dal. So who's out? Okay, Mangala. so I'm going Mangala. All right, we'll Ledley King goal. had more hype and didn't live. Ledley King doesn't even make this bench. He, he's not even in the team. Yeah, well, obviously he's injured. He's not making the bench. I don't, I don't <laughs> know about David Desantan. I'm not. I'm not sure about that. Okay, like. so Mangala's a selection for defense. I'll so. go for Mangala, but <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> you're changing criteria okay. midway through the podcast. So Jack Butland and Ilya Quinn Mangala. Bad, bad reflection on the host. Jack Butland. <laughs> Jack Butland, Ilya Quinn Mangala. Those are the two so far. We need three more. Should we go for another defender or should we hop into midfield? Hop in midfield. All right, Sorry Ravel defense. Morrison. Yeah, Ravel Morrison. Ben Alpha. What was your What was your show? Uh, well, I, I went with Jack Wilshire, but then that's gonna go against Kodama's point, though. No, no Jack Wilshire. It's gonna go against my point. It'll go well, with yeah. Kodama's yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Sorry I had Jack Wilshire yeah. down as well. Don't, my don't G, worry. My G. Don't worry, because the criteria was changing midway through. Apparently, <laughs> no, we never mentioned it specifically. So now oh, that you okay. cover up, so so you've Jack Wilshire's had enough time to to make up for the Surely, Jack Wilshire had more highs than Ravel Morrison. How can anyone ignore? Hatem Benoffa in midfield. No, no. Benoffa was there. I don't even oh. think Benoffa qualifies at all. Benoffa he played, he played no, great. He played great for Newcastle. He played great for Newcastle. He played great for a shit club. That doesn't matter. It's no, the, no, that doesn't make a difference. Bro, the guy we had... I feel like you don't about. understand the question. I have to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Benoffa never played oh, 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 badly. Oh, oh. He never played badly. Guys, Kodama does not look... Even up to the hype as if you're playing shit. Jeff, let me actually school you in football right now, man. You're talking about players that didn't live up to their potential. You're talking about players that didn't live up to their potential. Hatton Benoffa, Karen Benzema, and all these other players that graduated from Clairefontaine in the generation of 97. 97. Look at the players that came out of that generation. What they were hyped to achieve you got Champions League World Cup winning players coming out of that from France Ben Offer's highlight of his career was a fucking goal against Blackburn in the FA Cup for Newcastle You're telling me that's not living up to your hype that's not living up to your hype but to me right, right? If, just if because he played well, badly I mean you know, he played well for France he played well. well for a crap club he made the wrong choice by coming to Newcastle because he could have done way better at other clubs you know okay if you put that Ben Offer from 2012 in Barcelona in Real Madrid PSG. In yeah, That's in Leon PSG, he, he would have been great. There. He didn't get there. No, but I'm saying yeah, but if he was still good enough to contribute in those teams, we didn't. But offer play for PSG. How well, can you actually? He did a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He made it to PSG in the end, right? So I'm just oh, saying. Oh yeah, he yeah. made it to PSG. He played internationally for France at tournaments, bro. Benoffa had a good career. No, like, but yeah, hide no, the, yeah, like the nobody ever yeah, thought he was bound like, with. I'm I mean, sorry, got there. you you are actually like you phrased this question terribly. No, I didn't. Players because who failed to live up to their hype. You you didn't say players who turned out crap. The hype, oh the hype is relevant. Like what I said was, players who started off well and just couldn't sustain it and dip. You were saying that midway through the podcast. No, I started at the start of the quality. Like literally, when I first brought up the topic, that's how I introduced it. That's no, but did. we were asked to prepare. Listen for to the recording back because you'll either you or <laughs> oh that would not edit. Oh my days, man! I'm not talking about the start of the recording. I'm talking about when you put it in the group. You said living up to the hype. The hype what is relative mean? to a player. It's relative to I a player. <laughs> All right, make a decision. Yeah, it's relative to a player. Ravel though. Morrison. What is the hype? 
Robin Morrison, Jack Wilshere, or Ben Affleck. The hype is relative to each player. I think the Robin Morrison one is interesting because there's a lot of testimonies. He's just picking players that didn't make it. Do you know how you know how much hype he had? There's a lot of testimonies on Ravel being one of the best players in the academy, and he could absolutely run riot. How many times do you hear players? He was in the FA Cup youth side with Pogba and Lingard and those guys. Can I just ask if you're going to put Mario Balotelli in this team? I'm walking off the podcast because the guy won the Premier League, and if that's not living up to your hype, I, then I I'm genuinely leaving. thought that was a then very. I'm leaving. I genuinely thought that was a very good point because he scored a, an amazing goal in. So what is Manchester United? So the criteria is all over the place. Okay. the criteria is all over the place. The Either they lived up or they did it. Why always me? I'm getting vexed, man. You've actually why always you, you've okay, made a mockery can... of this segment. <laughs> made a mockery. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> the Benor for one, I can concede a lot to that one. Because I get where you're coming from in terms of the Clairefontaine. That was a strong argument. But the Ledley King one is a shit argument. No, no, the Ledley King one is well, actually you, terrible. The Ledley King one, I agreed, was just down to injuries. But I'm saying, when you asked us to post the question right. in the group yesterday, fine. you just said, lift up the vibe. You didn't say no but, injuries. By the way, Benoff, we haven't decided that midfield. He's not locked in. So if you want to go for Benoffa, lads, or Ravel Morrison, or Wiltshire, those I'm are the saying, three. Benoffa had the natural talent to go win Ballon d'Ors. Not... Nothing. I won't Wilshire. I don't know if he had the natural talent to win Ballon d'Ors. If Hazard can't win it, I think ben Hazard Offer, was a better player than Ben Offer had better dribbling than Maximan. Then he was in the he league. Better dribbling than Hazard. Yes, he was to a degree. Hazard never like mocked no. players around him as much yeah. as. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, Ben Arthur had amazing dribbling ability. I don't know, like I don't know. Let's let's lock it though. Come on, we need to lock a midfielder in. Right, right, my other shout for midfield. I think Ronald Morrison is a good one. My other sh- shout for midfield was uh, Royston Drenther as well. Royston oh. Drenther, that's a great shout. Because oh. that guy is now oh. retired and he's a rapper or can something. I, can I add? Doesn't play football. Can anymore. I add an extra thing? Now Ranger. Even though he's a prick, but... We're still talking about midfielders, man. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Nine Ranger comes into the striker section. He's just coming in my head. Spanish. He's, All right. he's just coming in my head. He's just coming. All right. All right. We, uh, the thing is, I'm trying to get us to decide that midfielder. So you've just mentioned the new name in terms of Drenthe. I could I go for Drenthe over Benoffa because Drenthe was like at Real Madrid and then like six, yeah. years, later, then six years later, he was retired. For once, I agree with you. You know, Drenthe is a good shout. I'm still sticking with Ravel Morrison. There's my vote. I'm sticking with Wilshire though. Now you've got Ravel Morrison. That's injuries. Apparently, we're not allowed injuries. Okay. okay. Right, so it's two, and if Khodema doesn't stay Wiltshire as well, it's not a tiebreaker. So if Khodema goes with Drenthe, then Ravel Morrison gets into the team. Don't say. Um, say Wiltshire, Wiltshire, Wiltshire. Wiltshire. I'll say Morrison as well. Oh, yeah. Morrison. Right. Oh, I had Wiltshire, but okay. I thought we're not allowed injuries. How are you letting him have the injuries? No, <laughs> because he 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 still he well, still well, played I on. Go, I didn't agree with Wiltshire anyway. I think he was a great. No, player. but you still letting yeah. him say it. Well, Wilshire never played badly either. He was always yeah. good. He and he had injuries, very... but he came. No, he, yeah, he, I didn't play. You say Ledley King. I just disagreed. He had a long. I'm not, not, sens- not censoring. Um, I'm disagreeing. Like, I'm not feeling like no, no, you're no, not understanding no, the assignment. Had that. But Ledley King, re- <laughs> Ledley King retired or because of his in- injuries. The funny thing is, Wilshire can't find a club. But then just said to me, I'm letting you say Wilshire. I let him say Ledley King. I'm just making my disagreement. I have to retract it. No, you didn't have to retract it. All right, I just still disagreed, but he's but do, do you understand why I pick Wilshire because he's got no club right now and he was. I, I do, yeah, I yeah. do. I, that's but, all I'm saying. Yeah, right. he's, he's still had enough time to play. Well, Wilshire and scored arguably well. for me oh, the best team goal in the Premier League. Is this yeah. against Norwich or Fulham? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that I'm so goal. confused, you know. Is the assignment lived up to the hype or played badly? For me, it's failed to live up to the hype. That's how we phrased it, so we stick with that. But also played badly. Damn! All right, all right. <laughs> the two strikers. <laughs> We're gonna go with the two striker formation. Is it Balotelli and Nile Ranger, or do we have other selections? No, man, Balotelli. Come on, man. You can't. You can't put Balotelli because he won the Premier nah. League. He won the Premier League. I would put him in there, but you're the one who's. <laughs> but Balotelli also played badly. Man, oh, played horrific oh, at Liverpool. Balotelli, after leaving Man City, has been shit. 
He was only good. No, no, no. He played until... all right Milan, you know, the first day. Yeah, he did. Okay. Okay. Inverted okay. Played ah, well Euro 20, 2012. He scored one banger from like 30 yards, bro. He Euro 2012, he was good. Ba- no, what? You're saying Balotelli yeah, didn't he, play he, well? He peaked in 2012. He started, like, do you remember what I said? Started off well and then started playing badly. Nah. Balotelli no, peaked no, very early. No, Balotelli started playing crap when he went and came to Liverpool. Yeah. That's it. And that's a very early stage no, of his but, career. No, no, but before that, he was at Milan. Milan, he was fine at Milan. Bro, he's only been playing for like Brescia and like an hour team in Turkey. Played well for Nice as well. Yeah, okay, Finis, yeah. You did, no, he did yeah, well he for was, Nice. But I think, I think he's honestly the poster boy of this team. Like, I genuinely think I he's... I love Mario Balotelli, by the way. I, I, I love him. I, I don't... Um... I don't know if Why he was ever. Me? I don't know if he was ever hyped up to be that good. Anyways, I think he was going to be a very solid player. I don't know if he was going to be the next big thing. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he got hyped. That's a good point. He I don't hyped, remember he him coming hyped up to the scene and like he was going to be, you know, world class. Yeah, we knew he was. Um, he was really good. But I thought he was going to be world class. We, then. Right. we always Can knew there was, the there was an ego problem with it. Any other strikers then? I picked Adriano. Adriano was a great shot. Adriano is a great shot and mental health. With Adriano, yes, Actually, I think that I was the biggest. I don't, thing. I don't want to put no, that was the biggest thing. But yeah, I don't put this. By the way, shout out to Adriano's 99 shot power in PES 2006. Yeah. We actually played that PES, it's insane. Yeah. You shoot from anywhere, it's in. Actually, I can't put him in there. Out of respect, I can't do that. All right. Okay, what about Michael Owen? Michael Owen, it's a good shout. No, Michael, Owen. But the funny injuries, thing is, injuries. you're putting somebody in who's won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like he, he, do you know what I said? No, but Balotelli you said started win. off well, and then and he, yeah, he went to Newcastle. But then again, it was well, but then when he, honest, then, he was made of glass, though. Injuries did ruin. I do agree with you guys. Like that, yes, the qualifiers weren't set in stone. That like played badly versus didn't live up to the hype are two very different things. That's true. Having said that, I can't not have Balotelli in this team. I just feel like he's. He represents. No, Balotelli's making a team, man. Yeah, he's making. All a right, team. fine. We'll put Balotelli in. Okay, he's we captain. Need, we need one more striker. Uh, now Ranger, now Rangers and could nah. be in there. But how much hype did Ranger? Ibrahim Afalai. Ibrahim Afalai. Boyan, Boyan Kurtic. Boyan. Next I think Boyan had a nice. Leon best. We, I mean, Leon yeah, best. Shevchenko. <laughs> Shevchenko um, had like one good season. That's it. Shevchenko for fifty million. Did he win the Ballon d'Or? Was he in the voting? He was in the voting. No, he, never won, he, never, won he never won it. He never won it. Yeah. But, he was close, but like he just was nowhere near as good as he was gonna be. Like you for AC Milan, he was like an absolute. I know shooter, he, was, he was amazing, but like yeah. we came to yeah Fernando Torres post <laughs> post Liverpool. It's hilarious that these players are so like. Mm. We, we oh, actually said all right, uh, Afrikaans. Oh, you did okay. Post Liverpool. I'm just pretending. Doing good as a bodybuilder now. Man, he's yeah. fucking jacked. You know, when he I said like, that in the group chat, he's hench now. Uh, Shinji uh, Kazawa, Kagawa, Kagawa, Kawaja. You know, what you am could, I watching nowadays? You could have a team just of like failed Messi's man, like the next Messi's that broke yeah. out. And make it. I think. I mean, Odegaard nearly was there. I mean, he's definitely up to his level now. To what's okay. Odegaard doing on the What are, you know? Failed to live up to the hype. I know, but I haven't heard his name. Like, <laughs> he's, he's what about right? him? Hashim Masturi failed to live up to the hype. The, the the Iraqi guy. No man, the Moroccan. Yeah, the guy who's like, oh, this absolute skills to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Hashim Masturi. Never. Heard and now him. he's struggling to actually find a professional contract anywhere. Damn. And he yeah, was he so hyped. Remember. I actually think he he's what another about, one that represents the team. What about Ehtaran? Mohamed Hutaran. The his story is not too finished early for him. Yeah. yeah, it's tragic though. He's the one who's like having. Club, uh, I think his dad passed away and stuff, and he's yeah. he's gone air wallet his club at the moment. But I just feel like he like there's still more years to come. What about uh, there's so many I could pick. Like, I just I thought, I, you know I just thought of FM Wonder Kids that never yeah, heard of it ever again. Jolinton. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Robinho. But it's price tag. Robinho. Robinho is a good child, but he did have too many good years. He won the Premier like, League, didn't it? <laughs> no, he didn't actually. He, he didn't. didn't 
But he, I mean, if you make it to Real Madrid and make it to the Brazil national team and get capped Fred, so many times. Leonardo de Mao. I mean, Fred was really I'm just good thinking for Boston, of like uh, for FM Brazil. players now. Uh, Pietro Pellegri. Ganso. Um, Fiat Op. All these like wonder kids that you would like sign. Mm. Henry like, Savet. He was a, Ricardo, was a monster. Yeah. Ricardo Charisma. What? Nah, he had I a, think he, he had played a, really he well. A very man. long. Yeah, right. he, the amount he, of Travellers. He was a typical journeyman, even though he had uh, yeah, potential to be the best in the world. See, nah, but was, I think he played great. I agree with he, Ali because, like, the way I understood the guy. question was like, you know, players that should have like reached the peak. But that is fulfilling. Yeah, yeah there's. I have to be honest. There's a disconnect between the answers in terms of like how you see the question. That's true. I think I fit. That fits the question. I genuinely think I. I wouldn't nominate he was hyped up with what Ronaldo and Hugo Viana and all those other. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was that high. No, yeah, yeah, he, he was. was. He was. But I swear, he, it, like, he does show glimpses youth, of that. Like at youth level, he was rated higher than yeah, Cristiano. Ronaldo. Oh, hold on, Oscar for Chelsea. He failed. Uh, nah, no, he, he just went. He had a very good few paycheck. years though. He sold himself out. He doesn't go in there, man. But I'm he's a, never like. I don't think he was that good, anyways, when he was playing. I thought he was. No, right. He was class. Yeah. Yeah, he had, he had a re- one really good season then from there he started tailing right, off and then he knew what he wanted to do we do need to wrap it up so we need to f- uh, that last striker we need to lock him in alright I'll go now Ranger just because it's Nile Ranger nah. what the heck man you guys I'm like you know I'm he had no hype really he, he was just he a Newcastle player okay, that fair enough, fair enough. Jordy made his name of Nile no, Ranger you know no, no, he had testimonies yeah. where he, he actually was <laughs> like had no testimonies bro he got released from Arsenal because he was involved in robberies and shit like that yeah but came like, to he Newcastle. was really good though he's really okay what am I? Bro, getting, am I taking this? He played. He All played right. in the championship and only scored two goals. Like he wasn't that good. Andy Carroll stormed the championship. Nine Ranger couldn't do shit. <laughs> Andy in it. Carroll's a good. No, that's what I was thinking. Hey, Andy no, Carroll. Andy Carroll did as much, as good as he could have done. Now Andy Carroll was absolute monster. I mean, in his, I mean in his prime. he's like Peter Crouch. He did better than what everybody thought. I'll he say would. Michael, no, no, I disagree uh, with you. He, I, I think Andy Carroll definitely qualifies for failed to live up to the hype. He yeah, was great what? for Newcastle. He was yeah, absolutely I'll fantastic. Say, I'll say Andy Carroll I mean, played well for West Ham. Bro, people thought he was going to be England's number nine for years to come. Mm, I actually kind of agree. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting yeah, to I mean, lean towards Carroll. But the thing is, I want charisma in there, though. That's the thing. I really want charisma in there because he does it. Well, he, he, he can I mean, come charisma did win a Euros in the end, so. Oh, I think charisma, like, as an international player, lasted way longer than Okay, Carroll's won the uh, League Cup of Liverpool. Yeah, but he's <laughs> very <laughs> insignificant. It is, but still. I mean, injuries uh, as well. My selection is Carroll. Yeah, I'll go. No, for but there they go. Injuries again. No, what? it wasn't injuries that much though. Yeah, well, no, he was, he was injured quite a bit. Was, yeah, no, he was, he was. But I'm saying, I'm saying, <laughs> when he when he flopped at Liverpool, that wasn't injuries. That was just bad performances. Well, he didn't really fit the system, but it was also injuries. Yeah, it was a bit of both. Benteke. Oh, Benteke. Benteke did all right. We did, could be no? here a long time. Uh, how long? How long we go with this? I, I think Benteke is. No, we need, we need right to make a selection. When he makes that. I think he's in the right palace, in my opinion. This is never going to get wrapped up, man. Could put Walcott in there. Walcott? Yeah. You know what's I funny? Was, I was, nah. Walcott. I mean, yeah. we've, we've got yeah. so many grievances with loads of players, don't we? Fuck Walcott. I didn't think this would be this hard, you know. Kieran like, Dyer is a good shot. Okay, Mario Valtelli's the captain, though, just to let you know. Okay. That's right, what fine. I want. I'll go with Walcott. Okay, got two with Walcott here. Walcott should have been, you know, when did he get picked? <laughs> I'll go with Walcott just to end the podcast. When did he now he went to the World Cup at 16, right? He never played. Like he went Actually, to I completed Cigar. Was it 16? Oh, come on, Jaffy. He, he scored so many goals for Arsenal, man. He was their talisman in 2013. Banger after banger. I know, man. He actually, like, like yeah, but he should have been bigger than Led them. That. He should have been bigger than that. Nicholas yeah. Bentner. Fuck off. Nah, I'm what? Lord <laughs> Bentner? Nah, that guy, that guy is, if anything, okay, he's, no, no, but in he's, all done, series, he's exceeding himself. Oh, in, in all series, who, who actually go with this? Like, <laughs> Technically, uh, you think it's if we're not allowed to pick injuries. Hold on, Otherwise, Adriano has to be it. 
That guy was so hyped, man. Yeah, I think it is Adriano. So we're going back Adriano's, to nah, Adriano's for me. Or we could put it back uh, another midfielder if you wanted instead of a striker. Because <laughs> I had Adelter wrapped in there. No, Adelter is actually like... He's all right. Yeah, he, he had a redemption off. He had a redemption off for yeah. sure. Yeah, he's playing class at the moment. Yeah. All right, Adriano is then. Okay, that's... Oh, man, that guy was a special wasn't player. There, wasn't there a guy who used to play for Galatasaray? What's his name? I was going to say I could put Falcao in there, but he's all right. Adelteran? Adelteran. He was all right. Can, Man, we get, can we get Man got put in prison, bro? Now hold on. You know that that was probably doesn't even know this player. He's just saying what? Because <laughs> you always say, oh, who's, that, who's that guy who plays for him? All right, maybe he might play for Fenerbahce. Oh my, that's God. what I mean. Okay. But may, maybe uh, is stop, the stop the count. Stop the count. Did you remember when he was talking about Is it black or white? It might be Besiktas. Can we get some specifics? Actually, generally, okay. like it's you know, like is it Adriano then? Is it Emery Bolasie? Are you sure it's not Billy Karazma because he's played for Besiktas? I think it was Matt Vidra. Matt Vidra, that's not even a player. It's Matej Vidra. <laughs> Matej Vidra. No, he, he's the good. The Burnley guy. Okay, Adriano's my lock. Okay, I guess I guess we're going with Adriano. So that's, I mean, sorry, Adriano. A strike partnership of Adriano and Balotelli. That sounds pretty sick. Jack Butland in net. Damn. And who was the defender again? It was Mangala. Mangala. And then we had the midfielder of Ravel Morrison. Yeah. yeah. There's your team. Damn. Wait, wait, coach. 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 Andres Villas Boas, man. I, I, I still think that. Yeah, fair enough. No, what about uh, Mr. Sh- what's his name? Sharing Sheringham? Sherwood. Sherwood. Oh, uh, I don't think he was hyped. Nah, he wasn't hyped. He was like, not hyped. Villas Boas is the All next right, Mourinho. He hyped himself up, basically. Villas Boas was the next Mourinho. The guy literally thought he was like uh, handed to from heaven to Tottenham man. No, but think about and it. He, he, uh, like, till this day, he always says, I gave Kane the chance. I gave Kane his chance. Mourinho wins trophies at Porto. AVB. Get screwed at Chelsea because Lampard's a cunt. What with John Carver? <laughs> yeah, leave him alone, uh, man. He's doing well for Scotland. Who was the best coach? AVB. 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 All right. Yeah, let's wrap it. So there's our five as Liverpool hit Man United for five. So thanks a lot, lads, for joining us and we'll see you next time. Adios. Thank you. As always, you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube and TikTok by searching the handle 343football. That's F-U-T-B-O-L. And on Instagram by searching 343footballpodcast. You can also listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Stitcher and all other major podcast networks.